All right. Welcome, welcome. Episode four, Natural Nonsense with Kyler and Andre1K, me. Um, in case you were confused. In case y'all were confused, we back. Um, and so for this episode, we're going to be talking about a very interesting video about fight or flight. And we're going to be talking about um, when aliens come, what are we going to do? So that's going to be the first question. When the aliens come, whose side are you on? I know a side I'm on. So I'm a, I'm a, we, I'm pretty sure we're probably going to be on the same side, but I'm going to pass, pass it over to you. Yes, very much. Um, so should the aliens, if and when the aliens come, I'm going on wax on the record. I don't care if they're organic, if they are robotic, if they're humongous, or if they are tiny. I'm siding with them because oh, one no of doubt. them, one of the most important things I've ever read, or it's kind of maybe like some sci-fi fan fiction, but people are like, if they found us first, you know they're more advanced than us. So what what do I, Kyler Nathan the fourth? What do I look like going to war with them? Nah, they, uh, on behalf of the human race? Of humanity. Like, I, I don't know about that. Because if we're if we going to start this podcast off keeping it a brick, do we know that the aliens going to be on worse shit than humans are? Because <laughs> look at our Might human leaders well. right now. <laughs> Might as well try it out. Hey. Might not be that bad. I, I don't know. I don't think it's guaranteed to be a bad time. And if it is a bad time, I don't know how much worse it is. As well, would they do experiment on us? We wouldn't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> they probably give us health care to make sure we alive for the, the experiments for free. They ain't about to tax us. No, I'm really dead because they really wouldn't do that. They would just... <laughs> They will make sure for their experiment to go well that the subjects are well fed. Everybody would have somewhere to live. They'll be on a spaceship, but they'll make sure that each one of us had somewhere, somewhere to stay. My goodness. They would look at what best helps a human survive and give us those basic. Yeah, they would be like, huh, based off of our extensive research, it sounds like all of these species will need water, a place for shelter, some food. They would never ask for a degree. They wouldn't ask if we paid rent. Um, honestly, I, I don't know. You, you kind of talking me into it already. I might, I might ask if they need a facilities coordinator or something because, if yeah, I don't know. Snitch. <laughs> <laughs> we snitching? I'm telling if the I'm aliens telling. come and and they ask whose side I'm on, I'm on the side of the aliens because look, they have managed to travel light years of time and distance in space, get here, and they want to communicate. Hey, they probably know way more about earth than we even know so just about uh, a simple fact that they got there got to earth and is trying to talk to us i don't think there could be 
a process where they're going to be on what we've been on for this path like the thing that's so destructive about capitalism and all of this stuff and all of these isms is that it destroys the earth you feel me like it's not just opinion because people be making it like that like oh it's my opinion that they're destroying destroying the earth no that's like actual facts of what is actually happening to the earth like we're not like so just on that level they would want the earth to maintain itself so we'd have more trees <laughs> you know what i'm saying like oh there's essential species that help the planet function let's save those essential species we, we might need those i don't know why they have this shopping mall here but i think we could use some trees in this area <laughs> and then they would they work and then use money to keep them stressed and dependent on money and see you bring up stress and i think that's something i really want to spend some time analyzing because i think my question in talking about this do the aliens even want us that is another profound point because if i was coming from another galaxy and i pull up on us it's really itchy and scratchy over here like, it's real ghetto they might they might pull a u-turn like uh we near earth i don't, I don't know if we want to go to earth do you know anybody from earth with us man i don't think we can go around just earth any type of way because and see this is why i know too much about like this life because then they also got to get it around all the space debris that we left just around earth too right <laughs> like, I, I ain't even trying to scratch up the spaceship i go on to earth and people don't even realize how dangerous it is like if just even a little minuscule particle because it's going so fast in the orbit it will annihilate whatever is going through it. That's why they made the space force. Like people was laughing. I mean, even me, I'll gave it a chuckle or two. But when I started looking into it, I was like, hmm. Okay, DT. <laughs> I think the thing with Space Force, it just sounded like somebody pulled that right out of Disney Channel at 11 o'clock in the morning. The oh, Space for sure. Force. For sure. And then like the fact that they were just like, yeah, we got to be ready to attack. And it's like, bro, if they got here, we not going to have no weapons that's going to be messing with what they got going on. Like, so, but. First mover's advantage. Like, they, if they get here first, they, they automatically come with advantage because they already know that they come here for us. We would have to look up in the sky and be like, oh, dang, what's that? <laughs> and then we talk about this with animals sometimes like if we was in a jungle and you think you see a, a animal that's about to kill you you already it's too late you you already dead and so we looking up to see what kind of aliens they are they already firing from the ship it's it's just over from there yeah and then what are we gonna do we're gonna be sitting there stuck and with two options do i side with what the un <laughs> <laughs> i trust the un to come up with a good resolution absolutely not i trust joe to lead me against the aliens 
Hey, I know one thing. Depending on where people choose up, I I know that we're gonna be on the side of history because I they're not gonna look at our past and be like, yeah, those are the people that we need to know. That that's that's not gonna happen. So, and I but I have a I just I have a quick question for those who. If they do choose humanity, which I honestly don't know many people who would choose humanity, but I feel I think like that's there's, because we are black people. That is that is true. That is very true. Honestly, when I said this, I wasn't even thinking about non-black people. So let me uh, be a little bit more inclusive here. Uh, for the, anybody who would pick uh, to fight on the side of humans, I feel like there is a notion that you have this idea of what the aliens are gonna look like. Like you think they're gonna be these Martian looking things coming down. And I just wanna remind folks that Megatron is in fact an alien. Superman. Uh, <laughs> Superman, Superman is, is an alien. Omni-Man is an alien. Yeah, like I, I don't know like if we could just guarantee it's going to be an easy fight because <laughs> if Megatron come down and if we go on like retro transformers he's already a gun like that like I just don't know what we going to do I we don't have the technology cuz what well, we we going to fire the desert eagle at him and we, and yeah everybody's like oh we got nukes we got nukes yeah that kills everything <laughs> Like that's not an actual option. I, I don't, people kill me with that, honestly. Like maybe people don't didn't do their research or their googles of when they be just doing all that testing and actually implementing it. But it's still ravaging people 50, 60, 70 years after they drop them. Like so, what are we? Hey, whatever it takes for folks. But that goes. That's a good point, though. Like, if you pick in, if you are picking a side of humanity, there's this like almost like responsibility for the um, hegemony or of the status quo. Like, and it's like honestly, I don't mess with the status quo or the hegemony of what's happening. So, if this is what it takes for us to rethink our existence on the earth, cool. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure we'd have more fresh water and food for kids for children so hey for the youth (laughs) so hey i'm down but that you know that goes into the the next point talking about fight or flight and you know there's this video i sent kyler because i'll be me and kyler be dming each other tiktoks we think are humorous humorous or interesting you know what i'm saying but um I sent them one and it was talking about a, I'm guessing a gazelle or one of those type of hoofed animals that's in the African savannah and talking about like how they're in a constant state of trauma because of their existence. Like there ain't no house for them to go into at night. There ain't no car for them to go into at night. They just out all day and they know the lions is near them and hyenas, and cheetahs, and jaguars, and, 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 and so it shows just about how, like, you know, people that look at those situations, you think, oh, they're constantly just scared all the time, but they be chilling. I've, I've seen them 
Um, I've went to a safari park recently, saw some of them. They was just chilling. They be chilling in the sun and relaxing. So how is it that they can be so relaxed but also be in such a traumatic situation? And that is the question that we ponder here uh, this afternoon. Uh, audio listeners, you might have to switch to YouTube for real quick if you want to watch the TikTok or DM us or something. We'll show you the TikTok. But for those of y'all watching the video along with the audio, I'm going to share the video so we can discuss. Why are wild animals not traumatized, although they're always in a state of survival? Well, I'm about to show you a video of an impala who escaped a leopard attack by its nervous system going into a state of freeze or playing dead. You'll see here that the impala is completely limp. Its eyes are glazed over, it is not conscious, it is not present, and its belly is not even really breathing. So it's barely breathing. And then here's the hyena chasing off the leopard even more. So sweet. They saved the impala. Now in a moment, you'll see the impala take a deep breath into the belly. Woo, there it is, the big breath. Now your nervous system has three states, freeze, fight or flight, and safety and connection. In order, and think of it like a ladder. In order to get from this frozen dorsal state of freeze, you have to go through fight or flight to get up to regulation. So animals do this naturally. And what they have to do is you have to discharge all the fight or flight energy from the body in order to get up to regulation. And so that's what this animal is doing by shaking. Now, as humans, because we're so well tamed, we often push down our fight or flight energy or emotions of anger, fear, anxiety, we suppress it and we don't express it and release it from the body in a healthy way. Now this Impala is regulated, he's off to the watering hole to play and that's because he allowed his nervous system to complete the full cycle, which we don't often do. Hi leopards. For uh, audio listeners, the TikTok user is Heal with Brit. That's H-E-A-L-W-I-T-H-B-R-I-T-T. And Brit is a trauma-informed coach. Um, but yeah, let's get into the video. Yeah, my first reaction to it when I saw it was, dang, why didn't they teach us this as kids? <laughs> because I've been, especially as a, a little Black boy in America, that part about it being, you know, tamed out of us, that was a very specific usage of words, <laughs> especially very. <laughs> very specific usage of words. And I think, you know, that's led to today where, you know, like as a kid, like I didn't get to express and it got, there would be those tantrums that people end up having. So my outlet to do what the um, Impala did in terms of like taking its deep breath and doing all that is playing sports. Like playing sports, like, you know, doing things that it activated my body. Um, even today, like I don't play as many team sports more so because there's a global pandemic. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I just, <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that in there, but um, I be lifting weights a lot more now, and I think that's kind of what the gym does for me in that mental state is that if I'm frazzled or if something's happening or something's going on, like I can get not necessarily like fix the problem because I think that's where sometimes folks get led astray 
it's not going to fix that that Impala's in danger. That hyena was chasing the Jaguar off because it's trying <laughs> to get next. So it's not like, you know, the danger is gone, but it does allow the Impala to not be in a state of, of just like vulnerability and being able to, you know, get back on its feet and hop away. You know what I'm saying? And keep the day going. Yeah, that's real. Uh, I think the part of the video that stood out to me most, even like the second time watching it through, uh, was the part where she was talking about, or they were talking about um, when the animal was like shaking, like getting rid of that like last fight or flight, because I think that's something that I do subconsciously and don't even think about. Like if I'm like real pissed off or uh, real like just worked up, or even if I like freeze for a little bit and whether it's anxiety, whatever might be taken over, like just a little like something to like just shake off, shake off the nerves, I guess is what a lot of people call it. Um, but also just like lead living that fight or flight all the way through and like really paying attention to what your body is doing, what your body needs to do. And if you're prematurely cutting some of that off, because fight or flight is a bodily bodily mechanism for a reason. And I think that too often we dismiss what our bodies are just naturally trying to do or naturally built to do uh, just because of our circumstances or too busy thinking in the future or thinking in the past and not enough in the exact moment that you're in mm -hmm. so i think that part of the video was what stood out to me the most um and yeah you talked about like growing up and dealing with emotions processing emotions expressing emotions i can't really recall what i did as like a, a youth uh besides just holding on to it honestly like until I really started like writing poetry and journaling stuff like that, it kind of just was there. So whether it's fight or flight, I'm just kind of holding on to that until I forget about it rather than trying to funnel that into something productive. Isn't the word I want to use with something like actionable, like something that moves the energy through. And that's mm -hmm. where like playing basketball comes in because I don't know what it is. If you pissed off, if your mind is just, foggy it's just something about like dribbling the rock into the pavement that is just soothing like it's just Man. like you start okay. practicing okay. every crossover that you've seen Man. the triple threat position all that man or 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 when you cross somebody out their shoes and they fall and then you go make the layup i don't know i don't know what that is it doesn't matter how it happens or when it happens man you want to talk about being in a good mood <laughs> Man. Yeah. Or a block. I, I don't know. I think I take a lot of pride in a nice blog, especially when they be talking or especially when you know that they nowhere near as good as you. And man, it's just it's made me think I was at the gym yesterday and I was watching people play fives and this dude called a blocking foul at half court. I was like, y'all are different. <laughs> I didn't even think you could call that in an open run. Like it just when you playing when you playing pickup, like I mean no. the only I mean you can call a reaching foul. I mean I I need to hear some 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 skin smacking or something. I can't because why are you there? Like why are y'all full court pressing in this twenty four hour fitness? And you really calling a blocking foul at five thirty in the morning. No man, no. We would have checked up. <laughs> That's all I could have gave them. It was a checkup. I would have checked the ball up, but we're not doing that. 
<laughs> we not doing that. But yeah, <clears throat> I think that gets into, you know, just that part about like when we're all playing basketball in some form or fashion, like there's some things that we all like know are universal rules, but the fact that like when it comes to this like fight or flight thing or like how to have that be more of a universal rule, it's not like it's something that in that moment, instead of calling that blocking foul, whoever that is could have just took a deep breath and thought about it for a second and been like, do I want to be this guy? <laughs> and most likely they probably would have been like, no. But they didn't They didn't go through the self-regulation process. And I think a lot of people, including myself, even before they even did this podcast, I ain't even capping. What did I do before we start? Uh, you took a nice deep breath and centered yourself, focused yourself. Then we got into a conversation about a book called How to Sit. Uh, it's real, like just that self-regulation is really important. Because yeah, that's all I can control at the end of the day. Like, bro, a meteor could come right now. That's what the dinosaur, people be thinking the dinosaurs was just like, bro, they was chilling. Well, the T-Rex just looked up and was like, mm, well, it's like the end of our species. What was he about to do? He probably still was, you know, trying to get to safety or whatever that might look, but that's all they can do, you know, and just it, regulate and, themselves. And it ain't like the T-Rex can put his hands up to block the meteor. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because, like, there's so many theories on what their hands and arms actually did and whether they had feathers there or they were mm -hmm. chicken wings or whatever. So just imagine a T-Rex thinking it's going to try to catch a meteor or something there. Man. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit more about um, that self-regulation piece because I think that's something that I always felt pretty confident in, but the more that you practice it and can be intentional about it, I think the more it can do for you. And in the book I'm reading, How to Sit, there's a couple of pages that talk about just how like that moment where you stop to take an intentional breath, it's like recentering your mind, your body, like your lungs, all of that, because you're thinking, okay, let me breathe in, let me breathe out. And your body's just taking care of the rest. And it's those moments that make you really realize like, dang, I'm thinking about scenarios that haven't happened yet. I'm thinking about stuff 10 days from now, seven days from now, as well as three weeks ago. And taking that time to take that intentional breath can really center you in a moment, focus you in the moment and just exist and realize just like, of course, time is a construct, blah, 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 whatever. But just realize how much time that you have, like, if you have like an hour before the next thing you have to do, that's a lot of rest you can give your body. That's a lot of self-regulation you mm -hmm. can give your body, just time for your body to reset, uh, let whatever is going on out and start skipping like the like the homie from the TikTok. <laughs> exactly, because like, like, again, that's what we can do. Like, I think there's always sometimes, that, I say always sometimes, I think there's a prevalent thought that, oh, I got to have the answers to how to solve these big, huge issues and problems that are affecting my life. So I got to 
go outside of myself to do the thing to feel like life gets easier I saw a video about that earlier just like oh just keep doing something and then life's gonna get easier once I get the further degree and once I get the better job and once I get the you know validation from my family or my friends or whatever it comes to be and in reality like nothing gets easier at all pound for pound life was easier when there wasn't a pandemic so that was when I was at my brokest though like in college and like then was probably that was easier because there wasn't a pandemic (laughs) you know what I'm saying so like if I was if we always chase those external modes of trying to like get it to be easier instead of doing things that we can do to self-regulate and make it easier right now in this moment and what we can do with the amount of money we got it don't matter taking five seconds to breathe or taking five seconds to be kind to somebody that goes a lot farther than however much money you'd ever make you could make eight billion dollars and still have problems i mean we see it all these all these people that are so-called successful and they can't self-regulate and they end up going and you know maybe doing harm to themselves or other people because that never was a process to them getting eight billion dollars. So eight billion dollars is a lot of money. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I would, I would, I would find a lot of ways to self-regulate. <laughs> I just wanted to make that be clear. I would, I would definitely be. Uh, but everybody's not don't think like that you know what i'm saying oh Everybody yeah most don't. definitely but i think just hearing eight billion dollars in my headphones right now i was just like damn if i had eight billion dollars you know how much you know what kind of house i'll be living if i had eight billion dollars i it it ain't for me it's the the aspect of just bills not being an aspect of my existence like you know how mariah carey didn't even know how much like cable was or like why would she a car payment like she just had no relative thought of what those things even would cost because why think about it wouldn't need to think about it forever because i i don't know how much nba league pass costs i'm at crypto (laughs) courtside (laughs) i don't know how much y'all paying for league pass i'm sitting next to braun yeah, and I don't know how much the beer costs either because that's complimentary with this season pass. <laughs> like, and I think that happens in nature too. Like, when it comes to, uh, like, let's lose the Impala, for example. Like, when their version of Crypto Arena is just the open savanna and the, the more dominant Impalas that are bigger they get the best grass. So they don't be thinking what that outskirts life is, uh, the, where they got they got the lions and the, the hyenas and stuff on the outskirts because they don't live that outskirt life. They on the center. It happens yeah, in nature. They really do. Cause, and then look on the side of the lion, it's not thinking too much about where it's taking foot at at the watering hole. It's just going to get its water. Exactly. they'll move <laughs> they'll move and that's a part of the self-regulation too it ain't never been no animal besides humans that 
I think that kind of comes into some nonsense of just like, we will actively not do something that we know will help our body function, like drinking water. Like people be so surprised. Like I got this giant water bottle, this giant water. Wow, you you be drinking that? I drink two a day. You drink two of those? As yes. you should. Yes, as every person in this room should be doing. Oh, I can't do that. I'm like, what are you Imagine an elephant being like, nah, I ain't going to drink them. I need eight. I mean, an elephant probably need, I don't even want to do the math. Maybe 100 gallons of water. I don't know. Let's say it's 100 gallons of water they need. Nah, I'm going to just do Starbucks. I got a pink drink. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just drink some soda. A hundred gallons of soda that sounds nasty, right? An adult male elephant, an adult male elephant can drink up to fifty five gallons of water in less than five minutes. Is what this came up with. (laughs) Whoa, five minutes. Each trunk full may amount to between four and eight liters of water. I'm American. How much is that? No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't feel like doing anything, but whoa, whoa. <laughs> but yeah, it's not even judging. Like, drink your coffee, drink your tea, but like, drink also that much water, though. <laughs> like, that's all. That's all we need to be doing. And then I think folks' mental state and all of that it it's not that things get easier though you're just more regulated and it makes it easier to navigate things more regulated and definitely more mindful too because i think especially like studying cognitive studying cognitive science and undergrad and taking like classes on like language and cognition and just how the words people use like what does that even mean because I still to this day think that people undervalue how much power there are in the words that we use. And one of the things I'll always call my friends out on is if they say like, oh, I don't have time to eat. Like you can make time to eat. Like, and that's not negating the fact that yes, there are going to be days where you're very busy and maybe you don't want to stop to eat, but you can make time to eat. You can make time to drink water. You can make time to get some rest because at the end of the day, as much as we live in this capitalist society, you still have to make time for you to be able to exist in this society. You have to make time to get your body some rest. You have to make time to connect with people. You have to make time to eat, to sleep, to drink water. All that is really important. Yeah, and just to go off what you're saying, if you don't do that first, how can you build community? How can you have the energy to deal with the natural pitfalls that come with dealing with other people that aren't you. The only way to deal with that is to come into the situation self-regulated as much as possible with things that we can do with our time. Like, you know, especially when it comes, like when it comes to food insecurity, when it comes to all of those different things, like those are very, very important issues to overcome because I've said it for years that the biggest one of the biggest things they did when they you know did segregation that really really harmed how the black community was was suddenly it was like okay to starve black kids like it was okay for people to you know like 
just go without stuff but that wasn't a part of how things were for thousands of years like that was never an okay thing because it is an essential aspect and so I just think like the more that we focus on those things they try to rob of us that's where the imagination and you know solutions lie and you'll be better off organizing and coming up with things if those things are met because you know god be on point you know what i'm saying and there's and there's also space for like you know not being perfect it's not about perfectionism but it's like if you go about your day and say i need 64 ounces of water a day you're gonna at least try to get to half just off of effort and maybe you don't get to the full 64 ounces but hey, your I your that's what you were shooting for versus yeah. like, oh, I'm just not gonna try because I don't have time or I don't I, it's something that's a little scary or it's new or it's a new behavior or a new habit and it takes me out of my comfort zone because like that comfort zone is kind of where that Impala was when it was just sitting there you know but if it keeps sitting there that hyena gonna come back <laughs> yeah gotta gotta go get up and continue to live life uh, i do want to be actionable too though and i want to say for maybe you listen to this and you're like damn i ain't drank water all day today i think something that helped me started drinking more water was just to take my water bottle with me literally everywhere like make sure it's That's- full when i leave the house uh, and then just take it with me because sometimes just out of boredom i just reach over grab my water bottle start drinking water if i'm thirsty i don't have to go anywhere to go get something to drink i have my water bottle right here I'm at work, drink some water. If you're feeling stressed, drink some water because just replenishing your body's natural needs is going to just do miles and do wonders for what's going beyond that. And that doesn't just have to be with water. That can be with like having healthy snacks in your work environment, uh, intentionally blocking off time in your day to get rest or to do what you want to do. And most importantly, um, stay true to you like you know what you need you know what you need to function what you need to be around people uh you know what your body needs because i you know me if i don't want to be around some people i'm cool with whoever that's gonna have to offend because i'm like yo i don't want to be around people right now so i'm going to stay here i don't care how fun the whatever you're going to is i need to stay home and chill and not be around y'all and be like, oh, like we friends, like you just, yeah, we are friends, so you should understand. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. Cause, like, it's also making those choices that honor what your needs are. You know, cause if your needs are to be alone for thirty minutes or an hour by yourself, and it's like, hey, I need to be by myself and communicating that to other people. You know what I'm saying? Or like, and. I think like this all comes from lessons like because I've made mistakes like that in the past like where I wasn't doing the work I needed to do for me so then it was like spilling out into other parts of my life and stuff and I'm just like okay as much as stuff be happening I can have habits that define me because Mm -hmm. that's what we are habits define us and the things that we do, if I wrote down everything I did every day, I the I've had a lot more satisfaction and gratitude when 
I actually write that down, and I'm like, dang, I did some stuff today. You know what I'm saying? Versus like, oh, I really just spent 24 hours on my phone and watching Netflix. That's not wrong, but I didn't do that intentionally. Because it's different when it's like, oh, tomorrow, oh, I got the day off. Oh, I'm intentionally getting up at 9 a.m. and I'm going to watch as many Marvel movies as I want to. That's a whole nother thing than mindlessly kind of like, I'm just going to just do whatever all day. Yeah, that's real. And I think that over the last couple of years, since we had so much time to like watch TV and absorb content, there's a lot out there that you can plan to watch. And there's also a lot out there that allows for people to just fall into the trap of just ending up on the couch watching Netflix all day. Um, But rest is important and rest is active. I think I know the last thing I want to talk about was um, like what knowledge you could take from this and like kind of next steps moving forward. I think the most impactful thing I've learned over the last few years is that rest is an activity. Rest is something productive. There's nothing negative about rest. You don't have to have a reason to rest. You could just rest to rest. Like that mm-hmm. is that is important within itself. That's enough within itself. That's facts. And just to go off of what you're saying, like I think for me when it comes to that rest, like I've just been experimenting with different stuff, like trying to sleep four hour chunks, trying to sleep twice a day, three times a day. And then I just took a step back and was like, okay, what am I actually being tired from? So then the rest became after 4 p.m., I'm just not going to check my phone. And then rest became, I'm going to just sit outside in the sunlight. You know, it just became different like, types of things that kind of get me back to homeostasis. And I think the knowledge that I'm taking from this, and I hope people take away, is just that, like, the way to win and fight against all of these things that will stress us out, a lot of times we have a guideline within ourselves. And as long as we honor that part of ourselves, there that's what leads into confidence and a lot of other things and allows to move and make actions and other things because it starts from that fuel because if we don't put it into ourselves then we're not able to have it for anything else so that's just something that I'm going to take away yeah that's real so I hope by the end of this podcast folks feel the need to hydrate I hope people grab the water bottle in the middle of hearing us talking or do nothing at all or do nothing at all (laughs) or planned out when you're going to take a nap just whatever whatever works best for people one thing i do hope y'all do as y'all listen to this though is be like dang they keep mentioning to uh leave us voice messages and follow on instagram and share the podcast uh that ain't part of the script do that (laughs) nah yeah please that is an active part of letting us know and get getting that feedback like he was talking about like you know so leave some comments let's make the be the change you want to see in the world that's what I try my hardest to to implement is just like if you want something to be different if we want Instagram to be different we want TikTok we, we want the culture of social media to be different let's start it with just five people that's all it takes 
and then that five multiply. Yeah, next episode might be on a uh, being a change you wish to see in the world and how he yeah. can how he can funnel like Instagram and stuff to do all that because yeah, this I'm not gonna start an hour long tangent about this right now because um, <laughs> that would be a little too easy. Nah, I feel it, bro. But yeah, just in closing, um, you know, thank y'all again for tuning in. Natural Nonsense, Kyler, 1K. Um, we are on many platforms that have podcasts, but whatever that platform is, leave reviews, leave comments, leave us feedback so we can get better and we can make this something, you know, that you want to continue to listen to. You feel me? So um, leave that information. Go find us. Find us on TikTok, find us on Instagram. We out here, man.